The Caliendo Cast with Frank Caliendo, John Holmberg, Scott Long, and the rest of the Caliendo crew. Informing you, entertaining you, changing your life forever. It's the most important podcast in the history of Western civilization. It's good enough. I want to just get it. I want to get today in. He's done. He's ready to go. No, I just, I'm tired of technical problems. Got senioritis. And for, let me just... This is going to work for you once I introduce you to the idea of who this is. I, you're going to love it. Okay, I'm going to love it, but not not a single person, <laughs> not a single person said anything about the wig or glasses I was wearing on Instagram or Facebook last week. <laughs> not, I didn't get a single message. Like, what were you doing? Like, it had nothing to do with what we were doing in the promo. It didn't look unnatural. Yes, it did. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, no, he was trying to hurt my feelings. Yeah. So don't, you you hey. sound like a lot of wives that get their hair done. Yeah. No it, one, nobody saw it. Notices. No one noticed. I yeah. can't believe it. That's how That's how the ladies talk around you, yeah. Scott. They do. You know, they're kind you of don't have to uh, lean in. Where you Stop sure leaning. he does. He can lean in. Lean into it, oh, Scott. I feel like I need to. Mean yeah. it. Mean it. If you're going to lean in, I only want to see glasses up. <laughs> Put your weight behind it. Yeah, I like, I, when Megan ever gets her hair changed, she comes home, I just go, ah, what'd you do? And that way she's like, what? I'm like, well, I noticed. Yeah, but last time she wasn't <laughs> happy with it, right? Oh, she's never happy with it. She's always miserable with it. She got her hair done wrong. And then uh, they get, they, like, she had some color thing done and it was all wrong. And she wouldn't leave the house for like three days. What color? How that saved you a lot of money, man? Uh, <laughs> or did or no? A lot of it cost a ton because she had to do her hair twice in the I'm same week. I'm going on the internet. I'm going to get it fixed tomorrow by someone different. I'm like, why, why? How much was this? Four hundred dollars. Did you ask for your money back? No, it would have hurt her feelings. Oh, so you're going to just complain for three or four days so you can get into another place? Wait a minute, she's left Trini. A long time ago, she left Trini. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Trini's a person? Trini was her or old another hairdresser. Or another Muppet. Trini was her hairdresser who looked at me and go, why do we think he had no hair? I don't understand why you would with a guy with no hair. I mean, how could you ever? And then he'd see me and go, hello. That's all he'd ever <laughs> say to me. He was like real chatty with everybody. Hello. Hello. Hey, Trini, what's up? Oh, Jew. Okay. You, you have bring, nothing I can do it. You bring your why to me. I don't care. Well, you had no hair. <laughs> hello. By the way, I just I realized Lang. that Megan is Elma. Yeah, Elmo. Yeah, Elma. Oh, yeah. Just tickle me, Megan. Tickle me, Megan. Happens all the time. All right, who am I in this look? I, I, for the podcast, I don't know uh, who it is. go take a look and and see on online what I look like. <clears throat> right. Who am I? You want to know? I do. You are, especially because you're wearing the outfit. Steve Belichick, 2028. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just want to talk about how. Steve Belichick is Bill Belichick. Oh, with the, the with son, the, you sent it to me with the mullet though. Yeah, I've been paying attention to Steve Belichick quite a bit the last couple of weeks because he's funny looking. There was a, a meme or a, a tweet somebody put out and said uh, um, Steve Belichick does to hair what his dad's been doing to hoodies for the last twenty years, which is just chopping off the sides and letting it fly. 
He's kind of, for people who don't know, it's Bill Belichick's son. Right. And he's kind of hipsterish. Well, that was when he had long hair. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Golden Hulk from yeah. Matt Mania <laughs> the challenge. One, the most recent one is hilarious because it's just a bad Kentucky waterfall mullet. That's like he's got mange. There you go. There now we're looking at the one you're at. That's you. That's, that's minor league pitcher right there. That's you today if if he were 20 years older. Yeah. I yeah. can see it. You're Steve Belichick. I'm doing I, the guy who the we'll call him Mike, probably because that's his actual name. Who's <laughs> doing the lovely? Should have heard some of the stuff that I. He didn't leave until midnight La, last night. He was back. The Christmas Village guys. Oh, of course. Still here? Oh, never left. Oh, I, I'm actually moving into a barn inside the little. <laughs> he lives in dream. it. Yes, I can shrink myself. <laughs> Like Ant Man. Does he look? Can I borrow your oven? I need to shrink down for the night. <laughs> he gets in it, gets shrinky dink size, goes back. Make sure the dogs don't see him. Well, I guess I'm going to have to hydrate to come back to normal size. <laughs> you have to drop water on him. Okay, we're back to work, gang. You <laughs> grab the eyedropper. Get the eyedropper. Like I'm ready to work early today. One at a time. But I'm so small. You're, my arm's too big. My arm's too big. <laughs> too much water on the right. <laughs> Even it out! Even it out! Even it out! How can I build Christmas villages crooked? It's your fault if it comes up wrong. It's just a heavy right Christmas village. Republican. It's the last thing I want is an all right Christmas village. Well, the left would not allow it. No, <laughs> that's true. Greetings, my friends. And that's why I say that this Christmas village is the number one village. And we're allowing them to say Christmas <laughs> in the village. It's not a holiday village. It's a Christmas village. And it's a tremendously lovely village. And there's no war on Thanksgiving, Mr. President, which is great. There, no, there is. A, there was an oh, original was? war on Thanksgiving. Oh, is that right? Yes. Some people who were here. Okay. With their corn. Oh, it's the history of, of Thanksgiving. I didn't know. As done by me. Right. And there were people who were invited here. That was us. They invaded the airports. <laughs> the On the Nina, the Pinta, and the Mayflower. McFlower. Is this part of Trump? Is this part of Trump taking over Ken Burns' uh, <laughs> right. documentaries now for PBS? That would be great. He's take over everything. Let's be honest. PBS. Ken Burns is good. He's not great. I'm great. I can do it better. In fact, I'm firing Ken Burns and replacing him with Mr. Burns. <laughs> I'm, I'm replacing him with a little yellow man. Hoy hoy. <laughs> oh my God. Are, have we started? Yeah, I we started. We started. Okay. we started on right. the uh, making sure. I don't know. I think we started on the mega. Oh, we're here. What Corona hotline is back, and so am I. <laughs> Romo here. He's doing it. He's getting. He's getting angry, Romo. Yeah, that that had a tinge of uh, I should still be playing. Romo. I, I call him Agromo. Agromo. Well, he's seeing what Dak is supposedly going to get, and he's probably like, uh, my back feels okay. Yeah. No kidding. Good Lord, how much is Dak going to get, too? And does he deserve it? The worst part about this whole thing is we've jumped into sports early, yeah. is the Cowboys Sorry. are going to win that division probably at 8-8, eight and eight, maybe. Yeah. And somebody who has 10 wins or more is going to travel to them. That's pathetic. It's like the Arizona Cardinals that year. Yeah, and they ended up going to the Super Bowl. They were 9-7. and seven. I know. Well, the, well, this isn't going to happen to the Cowboys, though. They just don't have a hot streak in them. The sad part is is that uh, the one year that a, a team under 500 got to the playoffs was the Seahawks. 
And that was the beast mode year when uh, when he Marshawn Lynch ran over the Saints in that game in Seattle. That wouldn't have happened had uh, you know he had to reseed it, and those guys wouldn't have had a home game. Yeah, the, the, the NFC East is just horrific. Awful. It's just the Redskins still have a, a mathematical chance, and they're three <laughs> and eight, and they can still win the division. Really? Well, they have to really? win all the games, but well, still. So there's not really they're a three mathematical. And, they're three and nine, but if or they three and nine, seven yeah. and nine, they sweep out, they would win. Because I think they play both yeah. the Eagles and Cowboys, and they would beat them, and that would put them all at seven and nine, and they would have the advantage. And I don't see it as a, a long shot after what the Eagles did in Miami. You know, the Redskins have a Super Bowl coach. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Bill Callahan was the coach of the Raiders yeah. the year that they played right. John Gruden. That's right. Tell you what, man. What happened there? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> what happened to that one? I got, the, I got my quarterback camp glasses back, man. This could be Gruden, here, by yeah. the way, too. It can it's, be. It's, it's fired Gruden. Just a little, just a middle part, man. Right now, I'm Deuce, my boy, man. <laughs> call him Deuce because he's junior, man. Junior Mint. This would be like if uh, Gruden went Howard Hughes for like one year, and then you open the door and he's in there playing pool by himself with this going on. Tell you what, man, I invented an AI. (laughs) I don't even know what that stands for, man. You got one. I got AI. (laughs) He used to have AB. AB. Remember that guy? Yeah. He, uh, now you got AI. AB. He's going back to the Patriots, man. Oh no way! You can't. Can can they? I can't sign him, right? I, I believe that they could. The league could reinstate him. Yes, Scott. It's it, yeah. It's based on reinstatement. If they reinstate him, the Patriots still have basically, I think, the rights to him. Then how come Gronkowski couldn't come back anymore? Because he had that Week Ten rule where you can't sign somebody off the streets or something. Because like he, that. I think, because I he don't didn't know, start the year, right? He didn't start. The, oh, is that why? The, okay. Play this year, and 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 Brown was basically. Uh, suspended by the league. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know because I just I I'm waiting for the AB thing to happen. So did it, did Antonio Brown do something wrong? <laughs> not, not yet. Which, he will. Yeah. yeah. No. I, I I realized all the uh, issues. So there were a couple things we did jump to sports. We'll go back into the sports. I wanted to uh, hit, Scott. Have you seen this this show, The Hunters? It's a Jordan Peele show. I have not. I I don't watch anybody that's ever been on Mad TV. <laughs> <laughs> Except Will Sasso, I do like that he's show. Great. He's good. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Um, so I, it's a Pacino vehicle, uh, and he's playing. Uh, looks can, like. Can a, I stop you a second? Yeah. I know this is. A good, do you think Jordan Peele ever mentions Mad TV at this point? No, I don't even do it. No, no, I know, but I mean, it's like, uh, you know, he's such a huge success. I mean, he's living <laughs> the absolute dream. I mean, I mean, you know, there's not anybody on Adam Sandler on some levels isn't the success that Jordan Peele is right now. And so, but think he was, he, no one knows that he came from mad TV. That's where. Yeah. They all know. Everybody knows him from key and Peele. Right. Well, they were trying to, there were times where I remember they were talking about firing Jordan. Like they're like, I don't know if he, uh, if the audience really gets him, he was doing this ingenious stuff, just crazy, brilliant stuff. But Keegan Michael Key was doing all the big characters. The that if loud he'd have, parts. If he'd have been on Saturday Night Live, his characters would have taken off in a heartbeat. But Jordan was doing like this weird alien uh, type of character who was a cashier but thought he deserved to be more <laughs> like a guy from another planet. 
uh, who was stuck in a Kmart type of job. Were you on with him? Yeah, I oh, was there I for a few that. years. Yeah, I knew you were there. I just didn't know you guys were the same well, I didn't time. really show up. Uh, I mean, I was working a lot. When they came on, I had uh, already started NFL on Fox, and I got myself out of a bunch of Mad TV episodes uh. because I hated it so much. Because <laughs> all they wanted me to do is John Madden building a birdhouse. <laughs> Well, but, there was those two guys, and there was Ike Barinholtz, who's yeah. super talented too. And I mean, I mean yeah. there was real potential there. But they, I feel like, you know, you maybe you were there, you might know better. But uh, it appears like the producers still were stuck in. Let's put everybody into a man baby like Michael, Mike McDonald, or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, it was a weird, and he didn't even want to do that all the time. They made him do it, and he parlayed it into directing the show yeah which he parlayed into directing other shows which was brilliant like modern family and yeah all oh yeah just a and he's he's a, actually a very good director he could be really tough if you were in a sketch with him i wouldn't know he'd never put me in with him because he wanted better <laughs> actors like it was always he'd always write something for stephanie weir and then ike Barinholtz would get a small part in it but it was always pretty much uh michael mcdonald mo collins and stephanie weir yeah. doing sketches because they were just great together but Josh Myers, Seth Myers' brother, was on the show as well, and he was brilliant too. I don't know how he got lost in the shuffle because yeah. he's fantastic. And uh, right now, I just oh, right now I have to wonder what Alex is doing because I'm talking and he's got you on the screen the well, whole time. He's got a thing for me. <laughs> Do you remember when Michael McDonald was on my radio show and you came in? One of the greatest subtle moments of just kick in the nuts hilarity was we talked off the air, and then I turned the mics on, I do the whole thing coming back, and Michael, I said, uh, and Frank Caliendo's joining us with Michael McDonald. He gets a little mad TV reunion. and he goes, it's wonderful. Frank, are you still in the business? <laughs> and I just hit it, because like, I was like, done, because you guys had just reminisced about everything for like five minutes. He is so, so quick. So funny yeah. and so tough on people, yeah. and my wife, Michelle, would always get upset about him. She's like, he is so mean. I'm like, no, no. that's funny. No. That's what, it's just because he funny. plays it so perfect. Oh, it's yeah, just It's so straight. Yeah, he's great. Surreal. So uh, Jordan Peele is producing a show called The Hunters on, what is it, Amazon Prime? Can you can you play a little bit? Oh, you you weren't you didn't have the audio set up, but it, we we don't even need it, I guess, unless you can't. But it's Pacino has this like Jewish accent, and he's talking about how we are going to take the back. Yeah, this is not murder. This, this is vampire. <laughs> That's me. That's not even yeah, me. That's no. him. This is mitzvah. Do you have to know what mitzvah means? It's where you go after the bar. Oh, bar it's a mitzvah. bar mitzvah. It says lawyers. Yes. I see. Let me say something here. This is very important. That I, I would have hunted Toledo had he not done this. <laughs> Fantastic job. <laughs> I really, I, after I had just said, no, we don't need any audio, I'm like, yeah. Toledo, you got that yeah. audio? And there it was. There it was. He's 100%. I'm look, I'm really looking forward to it, although you, when we were talking about it before, you said my Pacino sounds kind of like vampire Pacino. It is, though, but that's what he sounds yeah, like. We, you can't help but you start doing the vampire version of Hunters. It's weird. I want to suck your blood. Yeah. it's. I don't know what that's going to be. I, I have no expectations on it at all, so I'm curious. If that's going to be worth it or if it's going to be a cartoon. All right. I got to call timeout. Yeah. Alex, remember how I said you were great at switching the video the it's whole time? terrible now. Yeah. I don't even know if you've been. Well, but now can I say. Chair, is the chair. He's everything but. <laughs> the problem. Well, don't worry about the chair. Nobody sees you in this. They see us. Please reiterate that point. I tell him that all the time at home. Nobody cares about you. Right, here's yeah. where the issue lies. 
We've hired. That should a, be on genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, we've hired a thirteen-year-old to he, run. No, something. no, 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 no. No, on we've me, hi- on me, hired. on me, on me. We we have not <laughs> throw it to what? We have not. We have not <laughs> hired. We have not hired anyone. Mm-hmm. There's no <laughs> one hired here. But let me tell you this, Alex. You're going to be the hunted. <laughs> Who's Sal Pacino? <laughs> That's my brother. He owns a cappuccino joint. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. But we got a 13 year old running something, he, and we were shocked that the quality isn't up to snuff. But because he was so fantastic last time, I'm going to do another show. Well, I'm you, going, hold on, I've got another sorry, show in the works. And this show is a baseball show. I knew it. I knew this. You know exactly what it is. It's called The Bunters. Yes. The Bunters. But Uh, it's not what you think. They're making cakes. There's a D in it. Of course. The Bunters. (laughs) (laughs) Cooking shows are all the rage. It's actually about the little portion on the woman. (laughs) The Bunt Cake. Oh, geez. I see where you went yes. there. He got yeah. yeah, well, it's good, though, that you think that Alex was great the first time. Yeah. And uh, knowing what we all know about 13-year-olds, consistency. Yeah. So let's have him back. Yeah. No, I... You didn't I, accidentally listen, find He him. was great. He was doing... Let me explain something to you, to uh, audience and Scott. Last <laughs> time, he was doing a really fantastic job, which he has not uh, emulated yet today. But he was watching YouTube the whole time. Good Christ. Yeah, that should be on me on right him. now. That should be on there me. You yeah, if it should be on me. Any, what? I did. I, tell, I told him more wide shots this time than last time. I said, but you have to follow oh. the conversation. Yeah, you, you stay on. Here's, the, here's how it works. You stay on the person that's talking for like a few seconds. If it's any more than a few seconds, then you go to the wide shot. Like now you should go wide because I've been talking too long. And then it just it just it it keeps a flow. Now you cut to me. You're the reason I had a vasectomy. <laughs> you know this kid the whole time is listening, going, you know that Mike McDonald's really <laughs> tough as a director, but Caliendo's a total dick as a director. He is just all over me. Well, I just right. want to get it right. I just no, want it to be. I right. want it to be so when we send this stuff off <laughs> to the people I actually pay. That they have an easier time. I'm struggling with that logic. I really Somebody gets paid. Yeah, I, I no kidding. I really yeah. want to get this right, so I put a 13 year old at the helm. Listen, it, it was that balance. or the guy who lives in my basement. He's, a, he's an adult. He was falling asleep. You saw You're him, back- Baxter. Yeah, Baxter. He would. Le- he doesn't leave. I vote the 13 year old. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I, it's, it's less creepy somehow. Sleepy basement guy or eighth grader is both like from the well. Yeah, I was just finishing up a Skinamax <laughs> show and uh, VHS. Yeah, uh, pl- I watched it in rewind. <laughs> Be kind, rewind. I like to watch it go back in. <laughs> It was hot. <laughs> you know, he was in some adult thrillers too. He was he, Baxter. Oh yeah, yeah. He Your was like, basement guy. Yeah, he was like a second. He, he he would get in small parts in some of these Cinemax movies. Oh my late god, night movies. Not as like a right, hunk, but still like a more of a oh. chunk. Yeah, <laughs> he's the he's comic. in a Hallmark movie as a special needs person too, and like didn't have to try somebody. It op- oh, Life on Liberty Street. Okay, look up Life on Google Liberty it. Street, and the door opens up. Google it. Uh, and Baxter is the special. Isn't that? Uh, 
appropriating or something? Are we allowed to do that anymore? You can't hire the able. Hallmark can do whatever they want. Nah, that's true. Nobody's watching. Still can Skinamax. <laughs> what is this Skinamax movie? I thought I watched them all. Well, did you see the one where the special needs guy? <laughs> that was Baxter. I don't think that's a good mix. That would be a bad Skinamax. All right. Oh, my God. Baxter the Basement Man is in a... He, he oh, just shows up on Life on Liberty Street, and they, they open the door, and he's one of the first things, and he's just like... He's just... Mm, just himself being Baxter. For people who know, I went to high school with him, and uh, he started working for me because I just oh. needed people to take care of things while I was gone, and he did some of that. Uh, is that it? Life on but Liberty But now he won't Street. leave. Well, no, he's he's got a pretty good life, but he takes out the garbage. Oh, you need to sign up to download. We're not signing up. He's a forever, like, teenager. But Michelle sh- Michelle feels comfortable with him. Oh, right? sure. Yeah. Yeah, enough. And that's I mean, because he, like, <laughs> he has, like, baseball bats hidden around the house, all sorts of stuff in case somebody throws a pitch at him. <laughs> he's one of the bunters. Yeah, he's ready. Yeah. <laughs> Searching for Van Person. He should look like Rodney Dangerfield. He's one of the bunters we've been after for a long time. (laughs) He's squaring up. Some people try to hit the ball to the outfield. Some try to hit it out of the park. We are looking for those who square up and lay one down. (laughs) Keep it in the line. Have yeah. you ever asked David Spade, Frank, on what he thinks of your assistant having baseball bats around the house? Do you remember what wasn't it David Spade that got that got the hell beat out of him by his assistant, like uh, with the baseball bat? I think. Jeez, I don't remember sure. that at all. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Was it Baxter? Jeez, what? No, if it wasn't was? Baxter. Okay. No, I've seen his swing. <laughs> yeah, he's bunted him around. That's David yeah. Spade. It's it's like swinging a bat at somebody. He's very small. I didn't he know is. that at all. Good aim. I'm pretty sure it was him. Wow. I didn't know he got beat up like that. I wish I had a Toledo to look it up. Well, what's great is on the Google search, one of the, uh, as, as, as he wrote, David Spade assaulted when he put the AS in it, said assassination. David Spade's assassination is something you can search. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was, yeah. Holy cow, he did. Right. He beat him up with a bat. That was 20 years ago. He knocked him around with a bat. Well done. Holy cow. Ooh, I got I got some uh, ability. I was uh, pretty good before there was Wikipedia and Google. Yeah. And then it, I kind of lost my importance in life. Yeah, <laughs> something beat you to it. I like that. Yeah. I, well, still we see needed you still needed you uh, to find this out. You know I, what? I you know. know what Google has ruined? The long distance fake girlfriend. You remember when people would did like Like Manti Teo? Uh, yeah. That type of the, but I remember kids in high school like there'd be like a weird smelly kid who claimed that he had a girlfriend two Baxter. states over. And Is this Baxter again had yeah, a picture in his wallet. <laughs> you never knew anybody like that. No, I wouldn't like, hang out with anybody like that. The second that story happens, it's the last time I'm talking to that guy. Maybe, maybe I was that. How guy. does a kid from? Yeah, I was going to say you have to be that guy to remember him because no one was talking to that kid. Why do you? Talk why to everybody? I didn't. I didn't want to. You know, I. I didn't discriminated against people just because they were weirdos i did you did oh still do you hate people it's a sink or swim life uh, frank what you, you judge who it was yeah, yeah, yeah i don't know who you are there steve belichick <sighs> he did he was exactly his dad in that clip they asked steve belichick in this clip uh do you remember the first time you ever watched film do you remember the first time you watched or what was your first assignment your dad gave you do you remember like your first chore i don't remember what he said what did he say he just goes uh uh, again, so, so long ago, so many chores. So. Yeah. 
It's a lot of choice. Oh, it's exactly. It's like all, all the the cadence and phrasing yeah. is exactly this. I just saw myself on the monitor. Yeah. I'm Ron Jaworski. <laughs> I watched 192 hours of videotape, and that's why I truly believe that the Steve Bilicic segment is the greatest of all time. Right on time. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. How did that happen? I, I just got know. a glimpse of myself. <laughs> Your hair's moving. Yeah. Why is it going so far back? What's happening? Who, who, That's what like every man. Have you worn that wig for, Frank? Yeah. What is that? I really don't even know. It was a Vegas. It was something from Vegas. Oh, yeah. When I would just. That throw. was kind of interesting when. You you had like a box and you were pu- you were putting yeah the box on. of props that said carrot top right. on it. Frank has got a box a box of props. Oh, you had a Stole band? I prop. forgot about carrot that. top now. Forgot about that. Yeah, it was the Scooby Doo theme they'd play. <laughs> we just <laughs> wrote different lyrics to it. Ah, uh, so let's get let's get officially into the sports. We we I wanted just to hit a little bit of that Pacino thing for it. Um, we were talking about the Philadelphia and the Cowboys. That that whole division is a mess. Uh, it's well, it's screwing up a great NFC. Like this this year is filled with mediocrity, and you've got really good NFC teams right now. Four of them have come to the to the top. Well, who do you think is? Top. I think the Seahawks are the Seahawks and the Saints are the ones that everybody's kind of like. Eh, they're they're always there. Everybody wants the Forty ers to. Be, and look, I think the Forty ers showed themselves to be the better team in Baltimore, even though they lost the game. They did it without their fastest lineman. They did it without their starting running back. They did it on the road in a, in a weather conditions that would have blown most teams off the field. And uh, they did this and still had a guy run for 150 yards. They limited Lamar Jackson yardage. They just, you know, it's just a tight defensive game. I think with the with Buckner back on defense, they, that changes everything. He can catch Lamar Jackson. Have you have you come over to the Lamar Jackson is a good player? I was going to ask the same oh, no, no. thing. I, I never thought he was a bad player. You just don't. I just don't buy that he's the one that can get you all the way. See, I think he can, and I think I think he can get you there I, I like in the him. AFC. I like him, but this week. Other than a couple of great moves, and he did make some spectacular plays. I think they're overhyping what he did. He had 100 yards passing and 100 yards rushing. I said that same thing. If anybody else had the numbers he had, it would have been a disappointing day outside of he got free for a big run. It looks amazing. Yeah. It's, well, and it's, it's, and he's, he, I think he's getting better overall. I think he is getting better. Uh, and, and this game, that's just a tough defense. Uh, it was a tough it conditions, yeah. and they played. They totally. played well. That was it. Was a really good 1993 football game. Yeah, it was good old fashioned football. But well, but the way I, they're talking about it being it. incredible that game, I didn't think he was. He made spectacular NBA type moves. What happened? With and it was that fun game, to watch. Yeah, that game to me came down to the fact that what you can't do with the Ravens is let them a get the lead. If you get the lead on them, it's a different game. And B, you can't give them the ball with seven minutes left because they can clock anybody. They went 38 yards in six minutes and 35 seconds to win that game. And then Justin Tucker is just he's automatic. And they knew it. So Probably because he doesn't press. If you've got an MVP, he's good, he does, too. He does really good ones. Pacino out there. I am not the punter. punter. <laughs> I am the kicker. But he, uh, yeah, so I watched it. If you had a true MVP that you want to put the ball in his hands with six and a half minutes left, and the other team gives you the ball in the 40, your mindset is not, well, let's just run the clock out. And that's what they, that's what they did. They ran the clock out. Instead of just saying, let's put our, our foot through their throat, and they didn't. They just, they, uh, and they can. That's the thing. They can clock a team. So I think I don't, I don't buy the Ravens as dominant yet. They beat bad teams because bad teams don't have the personnel to stop 
Ingram and Jackson. They are very good, but I don't buy them. I've got to see really good teams play them a second time. Yes. Yep. That's that's right. I think the 49ers just got a dose and they can walk out of Baltimore and but stay. The I think we're better. I think the they're the 49ers better team. 49ers look like they got a couple of breaks. That you know that non-pass interference call. That's every game play. now. Yeah, it's that's uh, becoming part Scott, of Scott, you were going to say something I want to make sure we got you in. Well, I would just state that I think that the Ravens, you would think, oh, well they're going to play well in uh, wet weather because they're not a great passing team, but uh, I think Lamar Jackson, if you had him on turf, he would be dangerous as hell. Oh yeah, that's where I, I think worse weather is going to be a problem for him. If he was playing in New Orleans or playing in Minnesota or something, like Michael Vick used to do in Atlanta, and he didn't travel very well, yeah, I, I think he's then he becomes incredibly dangerous because his speed at quarterback is unreal. You were talking about you know people are kind of landing on the Saints and the Seahawks over maybe the 49ers and the Vikings of those four teams. And I think it because you got two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Yep. One is probably at the end of his career and one's at his peak. And then you've got two probably Hall of Fame coaches with Carroll and uh, Sean Payton. So that the 49ers have a young quarterback who I think now more people are saying, well, this guy's better than McVay because – uh, there's more versatility to their offense. And then you throw in that uh, the Vikings have Kirk Cousins, and I, everyone loves to beat up on Kirk Cousins, but I would still tell you he's probably one of the – he's about ninth or tenth best quarterbacks in the NFL. And he's in the upper Maybe crust. that's enough. Yeah, and then you throw in that I still think they're the most talented team of the, all the teams. Those four NFC wise. teams you just mentioned are right. all fundamentally sound and good on yep. both sides of the yep. ball. That's where that's what it comes down to. When you look at those four teams, and then I would I would put Baltimore in that same uh, vein. Mm-hmm. I think, in, in many ways, I think they're incredibly well coached. I think San Francisco exposed their outer edges with a backup running back, and they ran all over them. They ran all over them. They couldn't score. I got to give Baltimore credit for that. They could they couldn't get in the end zone, but I mean, they ran all over the Ravens yesterday with a guy that wasn't supposed to be playing. And so, if I, again, all I'm saying on that one is I think if I'm the 49ers and I say if that's a Super Bowl matchup, they got to feel pretty good about themselves because they handled themselves on the road really well, a little bit shorthanded. Yeah. You guys brought up the uh, the person that is the difference maker for the Ravens, obviously Lamar Jackson, but it's Tucker. And that was yeah. kind of my point of this week. So have you watched these games and went, what is going on with these kickers? They can't make, They can't even make extra points now. Yeah. And it seems uh, ever since they added that extra point thing, that's changed the game and made it a lot more exciting. And field goal kickers were kicking around 85% just like four years ago. They're down to 79%. That's the lowest rate since 2003. That'll tell you how far. So if you think the kickers aren't kicking well, they're not. And they're not just missing 50 and 55-yard field goals. The forty to forty-nine yard field goal is at the lowest rate it's been right. in forever. Well, I think so, part of that is it's a big mental game, right? It's a huge when you no longer have the gimme that just gets yep. you, yes. gets you I going agree. and gets totally. you into a groove. Yep. You now have always have a 
decently tough kick. Yeah. You don't yeah. have something that just goes, all right, confidence booster. I can feel the elements and get it going. Yeah. You know what's weird, too? You never see, like, at the end of a game, you always see, a, uh, you know, they're driving, they're trying to get in field goal range, and then they go over and show the kicker kicking into the net during the game. That guy's never over doing that. So when they get into the end zone, uh, you know, he's got to come out cold and run out onto the field. And he's very right. rarely just warming up on the sidelines until it like end of a half or driving down into field goal range in clutch situations. Otherwise, the kicker's on the side usually just standing there or stretching or doing what he's not just practicing I, kicks. I, I, I've got an hypothesis and I've had it for a while. And I think that one of the things that goes on is, is these teams want a, a kicker who can kick the ball into the end zone deep. Yep. And they get so caught up on that that some of the veteran guys who were very consistent from 45 yards in got booted to the side. They were like, okay, you can't do it any longer. To me, how important it is, and you got 53-man rosters, why not have a guy who can kick it? If you don't have Tucker or one of the 10 guys you can count on the NFL, why don't you have a guy that you know will make it from 45 and in? Yeah. And then have another guy that can kick from 45 and out and also kicks off for you. Have that extra roster spot. To me, that would be a lot more important than some of the things that you see with some of these teams. What would you suggest, getting rid of like a backup quarterback for that? <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad idea. Or teach the quarterback to kick. Yeah. Just kick off the backup. Like George Blanda. Yeah. No, there's guys who can do it. I, I, I wonder uh, – Though, when you say that, it's like there's 10 guys you can trust. Going into the season, everybody would have said that's Adam Vinatieri. Yeah, right. And, oh, exactly and, 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 and you can't well, have 10 guys you trust because, like what you said, mentally when they're done, they're cooked. And it's weird. Yeah. It's a change of scenery. You send them to another place, they can play well. Kyle Forgborn or whatever his name is, and the other guy, Nick Folk, couldn't kick anymore. He got hurt, but he went back to the Patriots, and he was doing great. It's weird. Once their vision changes and their mental uh, ability to reset happens – you know, Vanderjack was one of the most reliable kickers ever yeah. until he missed that kick against the Steelers in 05 and, you're, and couldn't kick again. Vinatieri's yeah. my age. Yeah. I, yeah. Can, I, could, I, can't, I, I can't kick my shoes off yeah. anymore. Yeah. I remember His playing. Not as long. Yeah, and I remember playing <laughs> one of the original Maddens. If you remember, yeah. it was like, Vinatieri, back yeah. to kick. Yeah. Summerall was talking about yeah. Adam Vinatieri. Summerall. Summerall like was doing his net. Yeah, Vinatieri back to get that was yeah. that was like the promo in the game before it started. Yeah. That's how long he's been playing, and he's final. I don't. I don't think it's age. I, I honestly think the guy can still kick. I think something mentally is not there right now. There's just an yeah, issue. The, with him. The, well, and it's it. I loved reading this today. I saw where the Patriots, uh, uh, they cut their kicker after one week. Yeah. Uh, Bill and Steve, probably both, were like, <laughs> no more. Where the Colts keep holding on to Vinatieri way past his his prime because Reich is a super nice dude, and yeah. he's a good coach. But he's like, hey, you know what? He's a leader in the locker room. You know what, then? Have him hang out in the locker right. room. Make him a coach. Make him a coach. Make him, a coach. A Make him the kicking coach. coach. Yeah, it works. How about this, though? You mentioned Frank Reich, and this I was talking about this with people today. Uh, how much was he the Eagles? How, oh, how, how reliant on him were the Eagles because they're just not the same. Carson Wentz is not the same guy no. as he was with. And Carson Wentz was out. Nick Foles goes on and wins the Super Bowl, and Frank that, Reich leaves, and that team's not even close man, that's to the being same the same thing. Kyle Shanahan going, yeah, leaving totally uh, Atlanta and going. 
I was thinking about this earlier today that when you have an off a great offensive coordinator, yeah. it just makes your quarterback better. Well, that when they click, yeah, it's unbelievable. And 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 those guys leaving it detrimental to to Ryan and now evidently Carson Wentz, who looks like he's never played the game before in he, clutch situations. Stuff he was looks horrible yesterday. Weird. Yeah, like, he, he looks off balance. Yeah. His and, mechanics are wrong. Yeah. He's moving funny. He's backing up. It's he's he's and not that's the same coming guy. from two guys who know very little about mechanics. Very little. Hell, <laughs> how far off they well, are. I know when mechanics are bad from pitching when arm slots change and and it's not like trying to get around an arm. The guy is throwing from a very strange like like delivery system. Yeah, the coming. angles. It's very odd. It looks like his feet aren't set to me. Yeah, he he just looks wrong. He looks uncomfortable. No. You can see yes, discomfort. Uncomfortable is yeah. the right word. You can see discomfort, it, and that's it's all showing. I, I didn't know Holmberg was Tom House. I didn't know <laughs> that he was breaking down everybody's pitching mechanics. I'm more, uh, I'm more a young but looking the same age Peter Gammons. <laughs> mm, <I like> <laughs> Mr. Drummond. I, you know, you know, someone came up, uh, was giving me a hard time about the Colts. Oh, how did that happen? Sorry. How do you have a Conrad Bain picture? You brought, you brought up Mr. Drummond, and I had to say, that's, it's, I'm like Groucho now. You just said the magic word, my Mr. Drummond autograph. I'm the only person in the world that could have a picture of both Todd Bridges, Gary Coleman, and Conrad Bain, and the only person that's autographed it is Conrad Bain. <laughs> that was my gift for the studio today. I had no idea you were going to mention Conrad Yeah, Bain. it just came up, and it's, I was it's like, It's dusty because what you, it's been in my guest bathroom yeah, for a long time. Here you go. Oh, I, I like, thought you had ordered that off of eBay. No. That was just to confuse my maid because I think she thinks that's me hugging those two African-American <laughs> boys. And I, and I just want to know what she thinks when she's in my uh, guest bathroom. I'm putting it in front of my uh, Gruden game ball that he gave me for right now. Yeah, well, it'll move. It's got a good spot. But that's my. But that's where it is today. I'm the only person in the world outside of Conrad Bain's estate. Now, Zavale, don't move to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you? May not be right for some. A man is born. He's a hunted man. <laughs> the theme song to Hunters is yeah, it's kind of familiar. <laughs> it Val. was written by Alan Sick before he died. And Gloria Loring. <laughs> <laughs> know, anyway, sorry. Now, did they, you did said they Conrad. Rip off their songs like their son. I mean, did they listen to like Marvin Gaye? Don't you dare say their, that about Alan Sick. Mike, Mike, please, Michael. Mike. 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 That's a great. Michael. Oh. Oh, Mike. You can't stop once you start. I no. did that for about an hour on the air once, and I got a You YouTube. just made Frank really happy. He got his happiest face. When you <laughs> started doing that Alan fix. Mike. He claimed I stole Mike. Michael. Mike. The Mike. best Growing Pains episode ever oh. was the one where Boner... <laughs> Got lost? No, no, no. Oh, I love the one. The character Boner, they they found out what his real name was, and it turns out his name was actually Sylvester Stabone. Yeah. And they was like, your name is, hey, your name's Sylvester Stabone? Who knew? That was the joke. Who knew? Wait, your name is Sylvester Stabone? (laughs) Mike, your friend is an idiot. Michael. I did that for an hour. My UPS driver uh, I delivered a package that day, and it just had the word Mike written on the side. Mike. 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 Holmberg, you brought up Sorry. something about being a bald white man, and that's um, the one group of people that I think everyone kind of thinks they all look alike. Very Who's true. The, who are the people uh, that people say you look like oh, here's as a bald white guy? Two great stories quickly. Uh, one, I was in a Seattle Mariners jersey in 1994 at a spring training. Jay Brenner. Oh, okay. yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. But I'm in the crowd. 
And a guy goes, hey, how come you're not playing? And I'm like, what? He goes, what's up, Bones? And I thought he was fooling with me. I'm like, ah, all right. Why do you think I look like Jay Buhner? He goes, why aren't you on the field? Because I'm not really playing. Do you think the players just go get hot dogs with the fans for a little bit? What are you, an idiot? Well, the great Later, comeback would have been, why, why aren't you playing? Hey, why aren't you thinking? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I wasn't because I was holding a beer and a hot dog. Like, is he serious? Yeah. Or am I going to be the idiot? 20 years later, I go to a Diamondbacks game, and I'm in the suite with this guy who's invited a bunch of people over, and he goes, uh, hey, my buddy over there thinks you're Jay Buhner. Would you, would you mind going over and saying something? And I'm like, Really? And I walk over, and he goes, hey, man, we met at this. Uh, I'm like, well, you never met before. I'm not Jay Buhner. Please stop doing that. He goes, oh, I swear. So uh, there's that, the Jay Buhner thing. And then there was one time when somebody told me that I looked like Keith Jardine, and I didn't know who that was. And he was a, a WWE. Is he a jazz singer? No, no. Uh, he was a UFC fighter. Yes. UFC oh. jazz singer. Yeah. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. And he's very good. Scott Scott at that time. Yeah. Go for the Keep kill. Yeah. Uh, Al, Al Jarreau is also in it. But anyway. Um, yes. So I, I looked him up. I Googled it. And, I, and it came up, uh, 10 ugliest athletes in America. <laughs> and he was number one. Oh, my god. And then I clicked on it. And I'm like, good God, I do look like Keith Jardine. Mm. What are you going to do? And I was thinking you looked actually good today. I think well, that maybe you. it's the Steelers shirt. Is it? And you just you feel good about the Steelers. I'm feeling pretty good. I mean, if if you have not been a believer in Lamar Jackson all season, yeah. let's be truthful. I haven't. I, I still I, don't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have no. I thought the Steelers were dead. They're yeah. they have a four string quarterback and they're six and six. Seven and five, they, my friend. I I can't even I can't even buy that they're seven. I know I I as a fan can't buy it. I, I I'm watching. It's I'm, crazy. It's, it's time to start rattling Mike Tomlin's name around for coach of the year. I've oh, been hearing more yeah. and more people talking about it's, that. It's it's insane what he's dealt with. Literally on the field at one time the last two weeks, there have been guys who have been on a practice squad, five of them, on a practice squad at one point or another this season. You have B.J. Finney snapping to Duck Hodges, handing off to a guy named White. Throwing to a dude named Dion Cole. Not Dion Cole. He's on Blackish. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he could be out there. We wouldn't know. Their most experienced receiver yesterday outside of Vance McDonald is James Washington, who is 23 years old. And they are oh, absolutely incredible. doing it with nothing. And, and, and it, Tomlin's been amazing. And, and Pittsburgh fans have always been all over the guy. He's terrible. He's, always, he's the only one with Cowher's team, which is the stupidest thing ever. And basically, I've always said it's racism. It's a blue-collar town that never wanted a black guy as their head coach, and they've always had this chip on their shoulder about it. But if you still think Mike Tomlin can't coach after this year, you just don't know what you're talking about. Well, and it speaks to culture and the way you build a team. And this team – which doesn't have anywhere close to the talent of last year. I mean, they're nope. basically missing the four best, uh, you know, uh, I'm trying to players? offensive players. Yeah. Yeah. Players, uh, players is probably the key word you could come word up with. That. Yeah, strong uh, word there. That's the one. Yeah, that was <laughs> skill, skill play, position players. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. And then you look at the Browns on the other side that are loaded with all these guys. I mean, Dorsey, the GM's brought in one trouble OBJ, and he brought in – Kareem Hunt, and he brought in, you know, and Chubb's a, I mean, Chubb would be a superstar in the Steelers. They would oh use him properly. God. Yeah, they don't but use instead, him at all right with Cleveland. You're instead, right. they've got a coach who's a dumbass wearing some T-shirt that pissed off some of the Steelers. Yeah. I thought and that then, was a brilliant move by Freddie Kitchens. Wearing that shirt? <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, I'm also wearing a wig and glasses. Yeah, right that's now. a good point. Yeah, that's no, a good point. I, uh, You're both in Listen, costume. I think there was something to the, what I've heard about Freddie Kitchens 
is that, and I've heard this about a lot of position coaches and like uh, more narrow, like coaches. He's not who, narrow. Don't he? Not. Yeah, but I mean, ca- coaches who not not the not the. Uh, Player? Players, is that the is word? That, I was player the word? No, not not <laughs> like the CEO of a team. When you are a, a head coach, yeah, you are basically in charge of everything. That would be like yeah. Steve Jobs going out there and being the goofy salesperson in the commercial. The position coaches are more like the salespeople. Yeah. That go and have the leaders. The position coaches can wear silly shirts. What's his name over in uh, Detroit now? Uh, Matt Patricia. Patricia. He had the pencil. He had the hat on backwards. He had, uh, you you know, he didn't look like he was a coach. He looked like he just wandered in uh, and was hanging out with the team when he was with the page. But he turned the hat around. It's not quite the same. It looks like that guy tried to dress up and go to prom. When Ditka stopped wearing sweatshirts and went to suits, something changed. Yeah. And in the late 80s, when he got suited up and started to wear different clothes and became the non player guy right. and he was the ceo all of a sudden everything got different and i think there's something to what you're saying it's like there's there's the the gimmick character and right. the real person and i think that that freddie kitchen's gimmick character is trying to relate to the youtube generation because that's what somebody would do somebody not the head coach yeah no but I a agree. friend of a player I would go do smart. something ridiculous yeah. and try and get on instagram and stuff like that. i think I, I think you're giving him too much credit for being calculating i think you just did a a stupid thing, and and especially in the he post, looks like Larry the Cable Guy, yeah, NFL team. <laughs> when, when I look the- in there, and and, it, and then I'm watching, and I'm thinking, you would never see Belichick wear any kind right. of goofy T-shirt. Then well, I look at well, Lamar my son's Jackson. wearing a shirt that says, uh, yeah. uh, you know, Steve told him he was going to wear it, so yeah, but he you just it. can't see what the words because of his Steve hair. wears it, so, but uh, we cover it with golden locks. <laughs> So L- Lamar Jackson's been wearing a shirt that says, nobody cares, work harder. Yeah. And I'm thinking, that's the guy I want. I yeah. don't want the guy wearing the Kukinte t-shirt to the job interview. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I don't want that. Deuce would wear a controversial shirt. Uh, I want the guy shirt. that says, nobody cares, <laughs> work harder. Yeah. Um, you know what? You know who doesn't even wear the Kunta Kinte shirt? The guy that does Reading Rainbow. He doesn't he even wear that Kinte. t-shirt. <laughs> LeVar, LeVar, LeVar Burton, who was actually the Kunta Kinte, LeVar. never brings it up in a work interview. Yeah. It's probably not even on his resume anymore. He's a reading rainbow guy now. Kunta Kinte is. That That's how solid. far And Jordy LaForge. <laughs> Those are top two. Kunta's way down there. I can do anything. <laughs> it's in a book. So take a look. The reading vampire. The Kuntas. No. No? No. Kuntas? It's close. Oh, I, th- I see, see what, what you're I'm doing. going there. I saw what you're doing. You and T. I got worried, and yeah. then I realized it wasn't as bad as what I. <laughs> Do you remember when? Uh, well, afterwards, after the game yesterday, Freddie Kitchens, when they asked him about the shirts, like my daughter told me to wear it. I wore it. I put a coat yeah. on it. I'd do it again. It's like why I don't think he's as smart as you're giving him credit. Like ah, it's all calculated. I'll go out and it'll be a little YouTube. I'm moment. not saying he's it's calculated. I'm saying it's just the guy who does stupid stuff. Yeah, well that's being him. noticed. He's he's a, he's about to go one and done in Cleveland, which they can't afford again. 
And uh, it's well, now to, they have a reason. But they, they have fire. To. I agree. But completely. they can. They, they can fire him now. He's done them oh. a huge favor. Maybe Dorsey You're gave right, him Frank. the shirt. Yeah, that could be. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> wear this. I hear your daughter likes yeah. it. But the Steelers in their post, you know, Ramon Foster was saying, you know, I'm just glad our coach wouldn't do something like that. That's dumb. And yeah, yeah. it did fire us up. And whether or not it, it motivates you to win or lose the game or whatever, the Browns are underachieving with all they've brought in and everything. Yes. And that window is not big for the Browns. They got too many people to pay in two years. They're going to have to pay about six guys because when you get three first round picks every year for two or three years, yeah, it might all come yeah. together. But that payday is the same day. They're in trouble if they don't get winning this next or the year after. They got a three-year window. The NFL is not built like the way the Rams have done or the Browns where you try to bring in – or the Cowboys where you try to pay a bunch of people a bunch of money and you bring in some high – you know, some skill players that maybe aren't what they're – you wouldn't see that in New England. You don't. The only time you see those players is like Antonio Brown or Josh Gordon where they're on the – trash heap and they bring them in at a cheap price and like okay maybe we're worth using you look at the Steelers and I'm sure the Steelers right now they're thinking oh my god thank god we don't have Le'Veon Bell oh my god they're happy all that money Antonio Brown all that money it only all you have to do is look at the Steelers and see that's the way you build a team the Patriots do it too the Ravens did it It's, it's well, we've just, talked about crazy. this a ton on here, uh, how the coaching matters and how there's five or six coaches you can lean on. And you, you don't see anymore what's going on. And you got to give Harbaugh all the credit in the world. Pete Carroll's doing it. Teams that were great, that are, and Harbaugh's doing it in a way that hasn't been seen since the 70s, where you lose your entire team through time and start all over again. Nowadays, you get that franchise quarterback, you fall off the, the map, every, everything changes. And they gave Harbaugh a couple of years. Last year, they were even talking about maybe it's time for a change. And then he, I know they were. They reinvented an, an entirely new team under his, uh, you know, tutelage and, and his direction. And that's happening with uh, Tomlin right now, who's proving himself out down there. Sean uh, or uh, yeah, Peyton's done it with everything but Drew Brees. I mean, the whole team's changed around him, and he built around an but older Drew Brees. They have uh, fundamentals. Yeah. It's the fundamental well of the game. They can run the ball, they can make the short passes, and they can play defense. But that's a brilliant move by GMs and coaches to say, hey, Drew's getting a little old. we got to be smarter. Go get, go get a running game that's literally top-notch, and we'll save Drew from having to be the man all the time. Pete Carroll did it. He rebuilt an entire defense. I mean, he, look at what mm-hmm. he's lost in five years and, and didn't really struggle that badly. They didn't win, but they didn't struggle badly. And he's like, well, just give me a couple years and we'll get it back together. Doing it with another quarterback uh, like Harbaugh's doing, unheard of in modern football. No coach, the quarterback, no coach gets though, that. The quarterback is taking the spot of some of the running back, uh, is harboring yeah. some of that those True. duties. Because now you look at both those teams you just mentioned. You look at Lamar Jackson and you look at Russell Wilson. And while Russell Wilson is more of a pocket passer, right. he can get himself open. You have to worry that when he starts to run that he's going to continue to run. Yeah. He's a great slider, too, because of baseball. Amazing. So yeah. – you you can't you can't commit to the pass when he scrambles, you, no. and you can't commit to the run because he can still throw. And smart coaches and GMs have looked at the league and said everybody's building defenses to stop the pass. What's different? And the smart teams that are winning, Seattle's doing it. You got a lot of te- uh, the Ravens are really changing it up. Are basically saying all the defenses are stepping back, worried about the pass. 
let's throw Mark Ingram and Lamar Jackson at them. They're not going to be able to stop it. They don't have the personnel. And it's 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 the smart coaches that get ahead of the game. They, they go West Coast when everybody says it's Well, done. the rules are not in favor of even defenses. No. The rules are even, destroying no. the ability to play defense. Yeah. And now I have a, a – this is my latest theory. I believe that – Do it as Jaworski if you're going to start. I, be, I truly believe. <laughs> <laughs> this is what's going to happen. Bill Belichick will retire sooner than he'd planned. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the same thing with Saban. Nick Saban built uh, – uh, uh, Alabama's been built on defense. Defense, defense. They can't stop any decent teams. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And now all that offense is going to the NFL. They're yeah. changing the rules to make the NFL more like college. If you're a defensive coach. But look what's happening. The teams with defense are the ones who are winning. San Francisco is defense. Seattle but they're still is, scoring 20 points on Right. But, yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, it is true. You're not you're getting not those 15 You're not shutting people out or right. getting seven points. Right. 20 points, holding somebody to 20 right. points. There was another stat that, uh, like, they showed another Lamar Jackson stat that was about uh, the first time somebody's gotten this many 20-point games. I'm thinking, right. wait a second. Every- Patrick Mahomes w- was getting 40-point games <laughs> right. last year, and that seemed like a lot of points. Yeah. 20 points doesn't seem that amazing, especially when you're 100 and 100 on your stats. Yeah, just- yeah I'm, I'm not sold that he's the, the be-all, end-all of football, but he's definitely – and I and look – I think the whole game's going to change. I don't want like- to. I don't want to, but I'm going to tip my cap. To Harbaugh because man, this is amazing. He rebuilt. Uh, they, nobody's left from a Super Bowl team. Maybe save for Marshall Yonda, and I don't even know if he was there. No one. That is an entirely different roster, and he's doing Yonda it again. was, but that's yeah, not that's it. about right. it. And let me tell you why. And, Here's the other thing that we've and we've hit it hit on it before. John Harbaugh is a special teams coach. Yep. When is your special teams unit the same year after year? It's never the same because nope. it's just people that are grabbed from other parts of the team. To round out, you might have a couple specialists, but most of the time, it's somebody who does something else Draft for. and gets a new do- uh, new duty. Right. It's your rookies, your second, third, fourth round picks who aren't ready to play yet are usually on that line. Right. And smart coaches draft guys who are special teamers first, and they'll coach them into their position later. It's uh, it's it's you're, it's a hundred percent coaching. And this league that's so hell bent on being the new Sean McVay, Cliff Kingsbury, and everything else, you're watching the smarter coaches once again outsmart that gimmick. And basically say, all right, if that's the game, we'll move forward this way. But it's it's been interesting to watch this year. Um, there's not many good teams, but the NFC is getting destroyed because the Cowboys are going to be a home game, and that's a killer. That's a killer to me. I just I I back to your whole theory on the. I want to hit one more thing on Pittsburgh and uh, Cleveland, and yep. you texted me about this as well. Oh, that if. The NFL doesn't want anybody talking about that skirmish. They forgot to tell the networks. Boy, did they. Because ever. they're using it as promos. They uh, the, the week before, I said, turn on uh, NFL Network, because, or it was Fox, because they have Peter Schrager in front of like a ro- end of Rocky picture. Yeah. It was, uh, I'm like... They, they don't want it. nobody to know about no. this. And, and here's the other thing. The fun part about the entire event that happened in Cleveland, Scott's leaving. He just kenned us. <laughs> the, what happened in Cleveland that was amazing uh, to me was that whole, it got racist. Didn't get This lends more credibility to my theory about this being WWE. They threw it out. The media gave it to us. The whole country said, nope, I don't buy it. 
Miles Garrett never got called a name. This didn't, and it never got traction. If that was true, wouldn't Miles Garrett be screaming that from the would, rooftops would, at this I point? Be. I, I would it's... be too. Once it's out, you're like, how come nobody's paying attention? Nobody cares that this happens on the field. It didn't gain traction. It didn't have anything, and it, and they dismissed it. It was a story just like when The Rock would do something dumb, and they're like, "Ooh, this is the storyline we'll run with," and then they do a, a quick cue test, and the crowd doesn't like it. It doesn't yeah, test. So they didn't even run with it. So it, to me, the WWE thinks crazy. What's know. happened to Scott? What, what, we lost Scott. What are, you, what are you doing? What happened? Corona hotline. I, had... <laughs> <laughs> I was cutting some limes oh, and sh- some. <laughs> no. I, I, had, I, I, I saw this. Uh, I think it was Kong Cowherd. Is he just going to ignore me. that he left for a little while? Yeah, what are you, what, what, no, this is why I was looking for oh. it. You're oh. looking and for it, Colin Cowherd? Do... <laughs> He's in your house. <laughs> He's in your couch. Ah, <laughs> this is the herd <laughs> where Colin Found was it. right. <laughs> no, what I had done, I just thought this was pretty amazing. The, uh, Colin Cowherd had pumped out that the uh, NFL and Fox games, I think, are 11% up just yep. this year. Yep. And college football is up like 13 so i mean that's pretty incredible where everything in tv is getting split out it's the only thing that's left that if you want to advertise your hey jim corona hotline the only place where you're not going to get knocked off (laughs) it's uh, getting worse it's supposed to get better getting meaner it's kind of domestic violence roma yeah what is it (laughs) corona hotline jackass (laughs) (laughs) he's had too many Hello, friends. I'm not your friend. <laughs> Tony, you're being a little aggressive. Yeah, I, I got to be honest with you. You're a jackass. Hello, Jim. friend. You're just, no, Please. No, don't call me that. Please. You're, you're, I'm, you're, you're an asshole. While Tony sobers up, let's get back to Dottie on 18. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part about Jim Nance. The only time he ever tries to shock you is when he tells you where someone is, and he tries to keep it a secret. All right, let's head out to Gary McCord. He's on 15. <laughs> he, reveals yeah. it. <laughs> he reveals it like it's a package and now Dottie just moments ago at 18 so I started working on the Tony Romo this week um, and John and I were sending texts back and forth <laughs> and uh, I don't think it's a competition but we love to we love to get them we love to get them and we yeah. love to go back and forth and sometimes he gets some, and I'm like, "Oh my god, that's so good!" I you wish- got me with this one. And the, and then the Tony Romo, but then he's sending me his Tony Romos, and he's ruining my Tony Romo <laughs> because his Tony Romos coming to what? What? What did yours? I, I was laying on the couch with my head all cranked up. Yeah. Hey Jim. <laughs> and I was just it's all I can't even do, it's almost Pacino on that. Now I don't even remember how I do it. But it was uh I was doing filthy Tony Romo things he would say. That were, can I do you want me to say it or just leave it as uh, off? I'll yeah, say it. Not, I don't care. It's gonna be a great I can't even do it now. It's gonna be a great game, Jim. I can't wait. And by the way, Inner Prime, I fucked Jessica Simpson. <laughs> and I was sending this to Frank, just trying to screw with him on his on his uh, impression. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you had you had a moment. I was doing I was a few. Give me a little right, bit of coaching, right. yeah. and uh, but I also loved your take on on Jim Nance that he's yeah. a hypnotist. I was I said he's always falling asleep. Oh, and I then, love that. Oh yeah, and then he said he's a hypnotist, and then we came to the conclusion that he's hypnotizing himself. Yeah, he's hypnotized himself right out of. Let's take a look at the dogwood fifteen, of the azalea hole. 
where <laughs> Gary McCord was that another Jim? Uh, was that another Tony Romo dirty joke? The Azalea, <laughs> the Azalea hole. hole had it in its prime, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> so I figured out. I figured out with the Tony Romo voice because I was starting. I was starting to get it. I was starting to get in here. This is the kind of thing where it was, and then I realized that you have to have a giant smile that yeah. you're holding off. <laughs> And it, it's like he's just—he's the most excited. Jeez, I gotta be honest with you, Jim. That's incredible. What's going on right here? It's one of the greatest plays I've ever seen. And I, what what Tom Brady is doing at forty-eight years old is incredible. It's—I've it, never seen anything like it. I'm gonna get my Skechers and have Corona. And then we also talked about that uh, every time he says, "Here we go, Jim." That it is him and his ability to go eight seconds into the future. Well, don't, don't go. I don't you want to do, do that I yet? don't want to do this. Okay. All right. Never mind. I, I want to. Because we can set that whole a, thing there's up. There's a time thing, but I, I want to have that as a sketch. Oh, you want it actually. Okay. I want that as a sketch because that's you so like, good. Because future Romo is pretty funny. Future. It's not just future Romo. There's a whole bit that's it once. This is one of those moments that we're going back and forth. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is a scripted thing. Oh. We'll turn it into Rome, Tony Romo Theater. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nance and Romo Theater. And it'll be because it came organically, uh, which is more dirty Tony Romo. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is prime, Jim. And it's prime. I got to be honest. Hey, Holmberg, do, yeah. do you know that uh, Tony Romo grew up 30 miles south of Frank Caliendo? Yeah, he was telling me you guys are Wisconsin, right? Yeah, going out to the Burlington Coke Factory. Or <laughs> Coat Factory. Maybe Coke, Coke Factory for a while. Why he was in Dallas. Jessica spent some time there. <laughs> Yeah, it's I, I. You guys were practically neighbors. Yeah, we we hung out. We we tried. On you were coat tight. Together. You were buddies down at the. Well, coat we were factory. tight because we were in the same coat. Sure. Well, yeah, it's a it's a big coat. <laughs> How is that still open? After the dog thing. No, that, just in general, a Burlington Coat Factory. All these chains are struggling. I got a theory on that, by the way. Macy's and Kohl's, for example, those those are supposedly struggling. Because supposedly, there it is again. There we go. There, there I gotta get one in. He's not great at English. We have Scott Long in the English room saying supposedly. And I, he didn't even go to the sup on supposedly. 50. Yeah. He loves playing with G, you know he loves playing with G.I. Joe figures. He loves supposedly figures. Tony, tell me about what's supposedly gonna happen. I, I supposedly I it's I've got six things in the future. I'm gonna tell you exactly what happens. Incredible stuff. It's really and while great Tony stuff. juts off into the future. <laughs> Sorry, we'll get into it later. I'm excited about it. Okay, that. here's oh, yeah. my theory. There I go. I get here's my theory now. Kohl's every time I go into Kohl's or Macy's, the racks for sales goods are almost all small and medium clothing in the Midwest. <laughs> and then I think and I looked at Kohl's, their uh male line is done by a guy named Mark Anthony, who was married to Jennifer Lopez. Uh, Lo. Yeah. And then the the male line in Macy's is Ryan Seacrest. Two guys that got like a twenty three inch waist. Right. There's no one in the Midwest that can fit in their damn pants. <laughs> That's why I believe there should be a Kevin James collection at both places <laughs> where actual dudes can fit into their clothing. It just makes me crazy that. That's who someone in New York decided, oh, yeah, we run the Macy's account. We'll have Ryan Seacrest. No one looks like Ryan Seacrest where I live unless they're on meth. You want to see a, it. a big and tall Burlington coat factory? Well, yeah. Yeah, and for you know, giants. And most of those big, uh, big and tall shops, I've always noticed, right next to a Chinese buffet. I mean, it's like a one-stop <laughs> shop. <laughs> right next to it. Well, Burlington Coat that. Factory used to make their coats out of dogs. They did that big oh, expose at Dateline NBC where they were showing them pick the dogs out in like Asia. 
and they'd carve them up right there and put them in a thing, and they'd take them back, and there was real dog hair in the coats, and they, they kind of got away with it. The same way Michael Vick is going to be a uh, captain on the, all, the, the Pro Bowl team this year. I guess That's nobody exactly. really That's cares sickening. about that. Yeah, it makes me ill. They'll redeem uh, him. I'm with you on this one, Scott, too, because you know, I've kind of turned the corner on Colin Kaepernick a little bit with the whole everybody's handling this wrong thing. They'll redeem Michael Vick. They'll basically say, oh, he's done his time, which he went to jail for racketeering, and they make him a, a captain on their Pro Bowl team. And then, uh, but uh, Colin Kaepernick can't have a job, and the Colts are, or the the Lions are starting me next weekend. So let me let me stir the pot just a little bit. Do it. What is what constitutes redemption then for Michael Vick? When can he do work and and all that? Or is he can't be part of the NFL? Right, that he can't grandstand. On That's the NFL. it. He can't be the NFL's poster. He can do anything job. else media wise? He just can't be involved. With he the NFL. went to jail for racketeering. He I mean, when Arthur Blank went to Michael Vick and said, "Tell me the truth," and he lied and let Arthur Vick go stand in front of a podium and say, "I believe him." He told me nothing happened. That's when he lost all his all of his cachet in ever coming back to that company. In a, in a, in I don't a, I don't care about any of those. Yeah. All I do is I would tell anyone to read the the actual what he did. transcripts yeah. of what he did to dogs. It wasn't just like they had fights. No. I mean the electrocutions. The yeah. Oh my god, it's just horrific. They were taking dogs that were almost dead and slamming them on the ground yeah. to try to kill them that way. Yeah. I mean, I know that there's a killing floor at every meatpacking plan, and that doesn't stop me from going to a Brazilian steakhouse. I right. get that. Dogs are but different. Dogs are different. Yeah. I'm sorry. We're not you don't get food. redemption. With that in mind, with, I agree. Let, with that in mind, let's hear your picks. I'm going with dogs this week. I'm going with all dogs. There it's time go. for Scott's long shots. <laughs> Who are your dogs? Where are your dogs at, Scott? Ah, <laughs> is that is that Colin Coward at the doctor? It is. <laughs> it's physical time. Okay. Ah, those it, it, are my balls. If if uh, no one pays any attention to my picks, just like your wigs, Frank. But I would <laughs> tell you, my college picks are eleven and three over oh. the last three weeks. My co- my pro picks are not good. I did you see what happened in the NFL? Don't make last them week? anymore. Who could guess? I, yeah, there's only I only have one, but that's what no, we talk about. It's down to one. But isn't that the point of picks? Is that you you're claiming to be better than most people, so you take the hard. And I am at college, oh, okay. and I'm just not good at pros. <laughs> okay, the only pro game I like, uh, I like the Bills plus five and a half in Buffalo against the Ravens. I just feel like the Ravens uh, are going to have a week where they are not quite playing like they did. The Bills got two extra days because of Thanksgiving, so I like the Bills at home plus five and a half. That's it. Okay, college. This isn't the best week because they're all college uh, championship games. So it's a li- there's only like 10 games on the schedule. I do like three of them. I like Baylor plus nine and a half against Oklahoma. I like them. Cincinnati played Memphis last week. So guess what? Cincinnati plays Memphis again in the championship. It's one of those yeah. stupid conference deals. Uh, I like Cincinnati plus 10 versus Memphis. And then Wisconsin plays Ohio State three weeks ago. Ohio State crushed uh, Wisconsin. I like Wisconsin plus 17. I think Ohio State's going to be flat. They're in the national championship if they win or lose this. Yeah. Or they're in the final four if they win or lose. They just got done killing Michigan. Okay. And I guarantee you when the Harbaugh's get together, uh, Jim Harbaugh goes, you know what? You don't play Ohio State. You don't know what it's like. <laughs> I think I think that Ohio State this year looks like an SEC team. 
they're yeah, fast. Better. Yeah, they're they they're, they seem like they have more uh, high draft picks, NFL draft picks than they've had. And they have an uh, SEC quarterback, Frank, the guy that was yeah. the Georgia, yeah, Justin Fields. Yeah, and they'll lose to an ACC team. Isn't it great? Yeah, well, Clemson. Yeah, think? I think Clemson will do it again. Clemson. Go. Clemson seems good. But they don't seem as overpowering as they've been. Year. See, I don't think Ohio State's been that tested. I don't oh, think yeah, Ohio yeah. State's ever tested. They played Wisconsin. They play teams in their own conference, but everybody as but the Big Ten's State. way slower. Than yeah, you that's go what play. I mean. You go play that ACC or SEC, and you're especially gonna be the SEC and yeah. Clemson. It's the yeah. SEC and Clemson. Yep. No, I agree. Clemson seems like an SEC team. I think they'll beat Ohio State. That'll be a good game, though. Ohio State is the best team in the country when it comes down. If you want to put your money on them, but I think Clemson will beat them. Good. Well, I think it'd be thrilling to see LSU play Ohio State just because Burrow was the quarterback. People don't know Burrow had gotten a starting job over Haskins at Ohio State. Then he got hurt and Haskins got the job and they weren't going to pull Haskins out. He played great. You know, he ended up being, you know, the top 10 pick in the NFL draft. But uh, and Burrow, then I loot him in with some cookies. <laughs> I say, I say, son. I say, son. <laughs> Coach Leghorn. That's a, that's a chicken hawk. <laughs> yeah, the college thing is now it's interesting. The whole season's a waste yeah, of time. Yeah, with, uh, now it's interesting. Without Alabama yeah. in there, it just it, it seems totally different. And yep. you talk about college ratings being up. I think that's part of it. Nobody yeah. knows who's going to win. That it's there, There's a chance. You feel like. Uh, the Ohio State could take on Clemson. Now, could they? I don't really yeah. know. But at least there's a feeling of oh, like this it. isn't the Alabama right. year again. What has Clemson won two of the last three, and still it feels like Alabama's won every year for the last five years? Because they're just always yeah, that. Nick Saban you know? has that hat. <laughs> it's that hat. A damn hat. <laughs> the other Alabama coach kind of had a hat. Yeah, you know, he's kind of known for the hat. Yeah. yeah, might be a thing. Yeah. What you, I don't want to fight you on it. it. Do you ever hear the story, Frank, about uh, what was that comic from Milwaukee that uh, Mr. Unlucky? Oh, Dobie Maxwell. Yeah. He, he goes on the Bob and Tom show and he tells a story about how he was uh, in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, uh, and he had done comedy there and he wasn't doing well. So he wished cancer. Uh, oh, my he was happy God. On, on Bear Bryant. And Tus oh, and. And Bob and Tom had just gotten Tuscaloosa as one of their markets. <laughs> and they were like, get this guy the hell out of here. They weren't even laughing. It was the one episode where Bob and Tom did not laugh once. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's an all true story. And then my, uh, I'm, that's as what I do. I get 75 percenter. I've got a new podcast, by the way. Can I mention? Yeah, it? yeah, called, yeah. It's called This Might Work, and uh, what it is, it's about business, like epic business fails, and it's uh, it's fun. Like, we did the first one on Wow Chips. You remember those? Oh, yeah. Sure. And Olestra, they, right? Yeah. They were the number one product by far, new product, and within four years, they, they were off the shelves, basically. Because of anal leakage. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was basically comics that made jokes about it. There's yeah. only about seven to 10% of the people. Only? They, they, That's a pretty <laughs> good. When no, you're no, talking no, anal leakage, seven to 10% of yeah. the Who people ingesting it. Yeah. That's an issue. Yeah. But that's the first gimmicky, uh, a gimmicky thing I remember from commercials that ever had the disclaimer that scared me. When they're talking, right. wow, chips, coming to blah, 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 and they go on about wow, chips containing Elastra. Elastra may cause anal leakage. 
what was the last thing in that chips commercial? Is it worth it? And we all tried it to see if it gave us anal leakage because when it came out, I was like 19. I'm like, I wonder if it'll do it. <laughs> I didn't have it. I'm, for one, I was immune to it. And they are the honey. <laughs> I, f- I feel like that character would really help our podcast, though. <laughs> uh, it's my friend Pete the Planner. He's a regular columnist in USA Today and also uh, is on Good Morning America a lot. So we break, basically break down each week kind of a failed product new coke was yeah. the second episode was that good. a failure though well it was, it's it's a great the story mark, yeah. because great story. the, the marketing the was podcast, pretty brilliant yeah, yeah and, it, and but it's funny at the same time like i said it's about uh i i'd say 50 percent is totally factual what i say <laughs> but i do not have like a professional like researcher yeah, you know, so There's a lot of guesswork. It, Do you have like a thirteen-year-old researcher? <laughs> we got one of those. Can even will fly him over. Who yawns during your new coke yeah. and does this <laughs> now and again, and totally makes it seem like we're crashing. <laughs> <laughs> I've been catching that every time he does it. There are some interesting <laughs> things that, that happen over there, which might lead to a camera that goes on him. Because no, we don't want to. No, I've heard this before, and usually. Let's put the camera on the 13-year-old is a terrible idea. Yeah. History history has proven out that that's the worst suggestion you can make. Top five answers are on the board. <laughs> hey, who brought the cat? <laughs> oh, let's get him on camera. I love looking at children. Oh. <laughs> oh, God, stop. Hey. Stop. Fella, <laughs> I'm like a great big beanbag. Kids love that. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you turn? They turned that into a French oh, cook. Oh, oh, oh. Follow me. Step into the kettle. Under the yeah. sea. Oh. Happy La Louis. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want that. Don't want a camera. Okay, so that. it's it's called uh, This Might Work. And That's this week's intriguing. episode is on uh, what happened to Blockbuster and how Netflix basically took them over. And our friend Dan Cummins was uh, on the podcast yeah, cool. with us, too. Oh, there great. You go. That'll be good. I'll so be on fun. Good Morning Football this week. When? That beats me. I'm on Thursday morning. Nice. Thursday morning, Good That's Morning good Football. Yeah, they Those do guys a great, are great. job. Yeah, I, I like them a lot. And uh, it's funny because I just texted because Nate Burleson did uh, – he did some character and it was basically Fire Marshal Bill. <laughs> and I text, I, I tweeted out uh, something to Peter Schrager and he, uh, uh, he, he, he replied or they, I might have replied, I might have sent it out to the whole show. And then Peter Schrager replied to me, come on in anytime you want. I'm like, fine, I'll come in. Yeah. I'm headed out to Cleveland this week. So I'm like, I'll stop in there on my way. And they, they wanted to know if I could do any impressions of people on that group. And I'm like, I, I do K Adams. That's my best impression as a K Adams. I think you said I do K Adams. I did not say that. Yeah, I that's knew, that's what I would say. I knew how that came out. Said. That's not what even I meant. I mean, I'll go on. No, I, I do a great K Adams impression. All right. Stop no, don't. Those. That's going to stop say, it. Edit now that. they're going to, yeah, probably have to edit that because it wasn't supposed to sound like that at all. <laughs> came out yeah a guy now he's trying to fix it yeah. it's like that came out terribly yeah, a guy in that wig wants everybody to understand hey, he means it hey not what i say i mean <laughs> no I, I just thought because she was the female that'd be the funny impression name to right throw out you there. can't say that and then uh by the way let's let's give nate burleson credit for being the single best guy on any desk show he's and good. he's amazing on good morning F- football on the on the cbs thing all of it the and he's is, different. He's, he's different on the two shows. Standing, he's outstanding. And I think he does a great. Yeah, I job. I think he's the he best in, out of all of them. He sells his characters. Yeah, that he does. He does little character stuff when they do that stuff on that show. Yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, things like Good Morning Football. The producers are bored with uh, you know 
classic football setups, so they come yeah. up with these cheesy, uh, bad ideas. Terrible. You know who's actually really good at taking a terrible idea that I think is really a bad idea and making it really funny is uh, NFL um, – what's it called with with rich eisen and those guys because oh. they'll they'll do some stuff and you're like this would be terrible with any other group yeah. but they're all trying to make it work that lowe's uh did you see the one where they had a table sponsored by lowe's home improvement and they all had to come up with like a way to use the the stuff on the table in their conversation and i think the eagles are gonna drill yeah. right and it and then mariucci puts a screw in his mouth he goes and that bite you know it's a nail biter and he puts it in kurt warner's goes that's a screw <laughs> and they just stopped every it was great steve mariucci it was so sponsored is just chris farley yeah with a John Belushi wig. That's all he is. I call it Mooch Hands. He's like, we're going to take a look and we're going to go. Do- we're- they're going out this way and they're coming across. And you had no idea what even happened right there. I'm going to get my Mooch wig on and everything's going to be fine. Take a look. Back to you guys. And Kurt Warner's over there preaching. And he's like, he's Farley. Oh, yeah, he totally yeah. is. He, he just he does the Farley hands, but I call him Mooch Hands. They just start. He starts doing. I'm not that strong a swimmer. <laughs> Well, he's about four hours. He grew up four hours north of Chris Farley. You know, he's in, from the UP of Michigan. That's the craziest story where he and Tom Izzo were in the same class in Iron Mountain, Michigan. It's a town of about 7,000 people. Huh. And they both played on the same team. And they're the two greatest athletes ever to come from the school. They have, happened to be right then. I mean, the success they had in coaching, it's just one of those weird deals where a town could have that kind of a tiny uh, town can bring up that kind of right. power the, the best one ever for me is there's a town called hibbing minnesota where bob dylan and kevin McHale are both from huh <laughs> they don't get mentioned together very often. i think you know, iron mountain michigan was a Roz turner pasquale's room you go to a pizza close no i was down it was uh closer to marquette i've oh, done it many it? times frank i i didn't have quite the same success in my career <laughs> I was doing the Roz Turner gigs for a little longer. Let me tell you something. Pasquale's, yeah. Yeah. Pasquale's. Nice guy that ran it. Yeah, there was like a there were like jail bars around the Yes. Around oh, the yeah. stage. I did it once. Oh, yeah. Didn't have to do it again. <laughs> it Move good. Move Boom. On. Yeah. Like yeah. like a comet in the night. Across <laughs> the sky I flew. All right. Uh that's it for this week. Uh I've wrapped it up. I don't even didn't even talk to the guys, see if they had anything else to go. You got anything else? I thought you said no. You, you slid me a note that said no more. Uh, no, I realized that I cared. Let's throw it to Scott in Indianapolis on 17. <laughs> Corona hotline. <laughs> All right, that's it. Yeah, we're, I could feel it done. <laughs> All right, guys, next week uh, we will uh, talk about all the same stuff with different voices. <laughs> and a new wig. And the new and wig. Hopefully somebody points it out. And I will be back as... Don't do it. I almost did. <laughs> this starts with a C. All right, don't say it. Just, I want you to say it. All right, say it. Finish the show with it. The chanta. Oh, that's a thing. No, it's not. Is it? No. Uh-huh. Probably. Yeah, Google it. I just did. <laughs>